Welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. I am your conspiracy asshole. Primetime 99, Alex Stein on the grind all the time, baby. And we are about to blow your mind because we have a very special guest. That's right, the one, the only, Gino Bisconte. I'm talking about, he is the man, the myth, the legend. I mean, he's from Compound Media. You can see him from freaking Monday through Thursday. And with all that, Gino, welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. Thank you for being uh, our guest on this uh, lovely, uh, what is it, a Monday afternoon, Gino? I don't even know the days anymore. I'm it's so excited. Monday last I checked. It is a pleasure to be here. Is, 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 it, is it 8 a.m. Is it Alex? Is it Steinmetz? It's the Stein Man 99, man, is what it is. And that's, uh, now if I, I can't even find where I put on the music, Gino, so I can't turn the music off. Here we are. I'm saying it's so loud. I'm prime time 99 Alex Stein. I, they, they, everybody thinks I'm a Jew. I'm not. But everybody thinks I'm a Jew, which you well, think you, would... You get all the bennies of being a Jew without actually having to be a Jew, so it's kind of a win-win, I would imagine. I don't know. I don't know. I live in Texas, and they're not... They don't really love the Jews down here. I don't know that much. I don't know if they're... I mean, I guess now the world is getting... We're already starting with the... I love the controversial topics, you know. I love when we start talking about uh, uh, Judaism. You know, we're going to come right out of the gate. So with wait, the sledgehammer. Texas, Alex? Dallas, Texas. Yes, sir, Gino. Oh, that's right. I saw it on one of the... Like, I crammed today. Big fan already. Like, I've been so busy. This all happened so quickly. And thanks for having me. It's like, I was running around today to do our show, and then I'm walking home having a cigar. And now I'm going to have another one, because who, who doesn't love a little lung cancer? Um, And I crammed in, like, like 20 minutes of three different shows. But, dude, you're, this is a fun little gig. Thanks for having me, man. Well, dude, like I said, the pleasure is all here. And Gino, okay, so first things first, I got to talk about what you just did. I mean, I mean, I, I don't want to start off with a bad vibration, but dude, I'm a Kevin Brennan fan. And you shut down MLC, basically, Gino. I mean, I mean, it's not your fault. I'm not blaming you, but dude, that was epic. And come on, Kevin Brennan, why is he such a softie, Gino? If you, and, and I love Kevin Brennan. I love him. He's like, I, I text him all the time, but he's, I draw people into my life like this. And I mean it like, I'm genuinely like this all the time. I'm always upbeat. I'm always in a good mood. I, I really am. But I, I draw in people that are happy being miserable. And Kevin needs to be miserable to be happy. And he, look, look, I, I live here with my cat, you know, in a, in a three, he's, I got a bunch of cats too. My phone fucking do it. Jesus Christ. I don't know what it, it keeps playing. No, I'm sorry. I'm, no, it's fine. Go ahead, please. You're allowed to I yell. I say how I'm always in a good mood, but Brennan, when he did that show, like he worked, and I get it. He's got a wife. He's got a, He's got two kids. He's got. He worries about money too much. So when he's on that episode saying Stephen A. Smith brings it, 
All he's saying is he's the highest paid fucking guy at ESPN and underscoring my fact that the industry, that all of sports has gone too political. And of course he is, because he's a black guy that talks all up in his face. And I don't care if you're black or human, gay or normal. I don't care about it. Hey, but tell me this, though. ESPN sucks so much dick now. I mean, it is just a social justice network. Anybody that will defend Stephen A. Smith, that just shows yeah. you how little. And, and Kevin, I don't know if you'll ever see this, but the fact that he would defend Stephen A. Smith. And there's a there's a story from Jason Whitlock that this is. I, I could pull it up, but I don't even want to look it up. This is a true love story. Jason you know? Whitlock. Lo love I love it. But this is a true story about it. And this is what Jason Whitlock said. This is how dumb Stephen a smith is is that it was a it was like a game against the chargers and you know uh it was a chargers rams or something some random game and this is a, towards the beginning of Stephen a smith's uh uh career and he said oh the coach should have kicked the field goal on third down because if they would have missed it they would have got to kick it again on fourth he didn't even right. realize it would have been a loss of downs and jason whitlock and everybody started laughing they're like are you serious and then he kind of clowned it off so that shows you the level of brightness that Stephen A. Smith has, you know? And that's a yeah, true story. From but, and it also shows you how, you said it, like it's owned by Disney. I used to write a sports sheet. My fans know this. They're laughing as I speak. I wrote for iHeartRadio for six and a half years and I just got fired basically, but I got myself fired. Like, because, you know, the first five and a half years, I loved it because it's sports. But over the past year, politics has crept into everything sports. And when LeBron James says, you know, when LeBron James is telling, it backtracks, backpedals on China and then gets his comeuppance because China hasn't even okayed the piece of S-H-I-T garbage, the piece of C-R-A-P drivel that is Space Jam 2, and you know where you can jam it. Isn't China that the best? Isn't that the best that China won't even play his fucking yes! cartoon porn? Oh, it makes me feel so good. They See, Gina, but no. Gina, what, what, why is it? Why is the world so screwed up that I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm dunking on the Olympics, us sucking at the Olympics? What is wrong with America? We should, it, it shouldn't be like this. It should be the obvious. We should be rooting for LeBron, but everybody's turned against be, us. But, but tell me you didn't love when, when, when the when the U.S. women's soccer team, and I, I think they're great, when they went out and fucking lost to Sweden after they sat there, and, and that, that purple-haired bitch, who I love, but she took just a knee. She takes her knee. She, she always takes a knee. What's her dumb name? Megan Rapinoe. Oh. She's always on a knee. I mean, and I Everyone's mean. Everyone's screaming at Matt, Megan Rapinoe. And look, I even think she's hopping now. She's just annoying. And when LeBron James fucking violates a COVID protocol and says, oh, don't worry if I'm vaccinated, you can't have the double standard. And when you write about it, and when the WNBA women kneel during a game like they're fucking relevant, the only thing they should do before a game is kneel in front of an NBA player and suck his dick. Because that's the only reason the WNBA is relevant. I don't know if you know what the WNBA stands for. It stands for what irrelevant. Because they are. They are irrelevant. No one cares. And they wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the NBA putting them on their fucking backs. Every on their silver backs. That's too much. That's and, uh, that's that's a Gino Bisconti original. No, but the WNBA is carried by the NBA. That's the Social Justice League. But well, even worse, now they want to make all the women the coaches in the male league. Gino, and then dude. well, but real quick before we even get on the WNBA, I want to ask you: What do you think about Laurel Hardy? Hardy, whatever the 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 girl that still has her penis that is a transgender Olympian for New Zealand. And are you going to gamble that that uh, the the trans is not the favor? The trans is actually favored to win. Uh, uh, silver it's so funny you brought it up because someone asked me about the Olympics and I'm like I can't even get into it don't get me wrong I, I watched Simone Biles because I think she's the greatest gymnast of anyone she is the Michael Jordan she's the greatest gymnast of anyone's lifetime I watch her but I said the only other thing I'm interested in is watching this broad with a cock weightlifting 
because I want to see the fucking kickback on that. This is, I don't get, this is how, how this is what I said when, when we were talking about Biden, you, you know, my president, Joe Biden, I don't care the if you think- The best president, the most popular president of all time. We love you, Joe Biden. And Kamala Harris, thank you, Kamala Harris. If I could ever just 69 her, that would be my dream. But Gina, oh, I would love to 69. Yeah. Okay, go but, but now we get to sit and watch the left fall all over itself. The left eat its own fucking- inflation out the ass fucking the board and they just sit there and they love they're so living in an echo chamber that on july 4th jen saki and i'll get to her in a minute jen saki said uh yeah well the price of a barbecue is down 14 cents or 16 cents i believe it was and they're so used to fucking patting each other on the back that they made that a news story while the rest of saint america said are you are you serious because I have to have it in a tent because it costs three times as much to build a fucking house, you dumb TWAT cunt. I can't get over how dumb these people think we are. I was at July 4th. I went to the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Okay. First time ever. I've lived here 20 years. I, I One of the competitive eaters does our show in hot water. His name is George Chigger. I said, Chigger, please pay attention. <laughs> he's such a good dude. And he's like, hey, I got you. I got your VIP. So we're right on the stage. But it doesn't matter where we are. I'm just trying to give a shout out to my boy. Before the before the fucking it's at a, it's at a fucking minor league stadium, Alex. It's at a minor league stadium where the Cyclones play. Two blocks down from Nathan's, ten thousand people. I'm very De, familiar. De Blasio comes out uh, before the men to announce the men. What? The, how dumb? Right? You can imagine ten thousand people booing the cops that he tried to defund, enjoying every fucking boo. What is the logic to go out there? It's like Mr. Burns on The Simpsons when he used to say. Every Johnny lunch pail and Susie homemaker. Did he really think that we were going to be like, hey, a Alex, we, we like hot dogs and, and he likes hot dogs. I guess this guy that has people shitting on the sidewalk and doing crack and sleeping and taking the power of the cops to arrest him. I guess he's just a good guy and we were wrong because he likes hot dogs. Well, listen, that, that hot dogs mean something else. But listen, there's a thing. This is very true. It's called the New World Order, Gino. Whether you want to believe it or not, I don't know how familiar you are. Because I know Anthony, a, comp, a compound king, the king of a compound. You know, you know, he doesn't my necessarily... Boss, yeah, my boss. Yeah, your boss. He, and he's the man. He's a legend. He's not one a guy, a personal hero of mine. It's funny. I always listen to all that old ONA and, and Anthony was really railing about this stuff 15, 20 years ago. That's all happening now. Yeah. But um, uh, not about that. I want to go back to the conspiracy. What I'm saying is, you look at a guy like Bill de Blasio, just look how he treats his daughter, Gino. That is what that is some sort of kind of like a humiliation ritual. It's like a sacrificial thing. It's like with Magic Johnson, you see his son, you know, you know, do you know who Magic Johnson's son is, Gino? I, the big, the big I, gay I know. one. Like, I, I know. They, they the want their kids. It's like Dwayne Wade's daughter, Zaya. It's called, uh, they, a lot of these famous people, they want to kind of sacrifice their child. And I'm telling you, you can pick out so many different famous people and the weird transitional. I mean, tell me Bill de Blasio's daughter is not one of the weirdest looking people you've ever seen in your life. She's a terrifying person. I don't know what she is, but but it's insane how, ooh, you know what I forgot to do? Watch this, I'm going to make some light better. Watch, forgive me. There we go. Isn't that look how much better that is? I'm That's sorry. That, are we in Manhattan? Where are you, Gina? Are you in Brooklyn? I'm Where you? up, dude. I live on East Harlem, and I I lucked into this place. I'm over on 104th and First, and you know all the people that don't know New York are like, "How are you during the riots?" I'm like, "I was great during the riots because I live in a neighborhood where everyone knows everyone." Yeah. Like, Let's go burn down Luigi's bodega. Let's <laughs> Luigi's fucking uh fruit stand. Are you nuts? 
Now, Gina, I'm going to go participate. I'm not afraid of the riots. Hell, I might go into Macy's and get a free uh, a pair of shoes. I need some new Nikes, Gina. I'm not going to feed your family. You, you got to feed your family shoes. Dude, and I'm not, I need a generator at the Home Depot. I mean, there's just stuff that I need, uh, Gina. That, so I like being in kind of a a, a sketchy neighborhood. Uh but so tell me this, you know, you're in New York, you're seeing the transition of it, but you're actually, I'd have to say, Gino, well, personally, just following you, you're you're really at a successful trajectory right now. You're having really, I think your show is really successful on Compound Media. I know uh, uh, Comedians of the Compound is doing really well. So even though kind of New York is burning, do you feel like you're kind of actually succeeding in a, in a weird way, Gino? I am succeeding, and I've said this on the show, <laughs> and it really is. If ever the, the phrase is, is coming, it's more of watching the left fail. Get woke, go broke. And I've yeah. said our show in hot water for, for, for years, okay? But like when I moved up to New York 20 years ago, I wanted to be the next Letterman. So many people did. But then it's this is when 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 the breakdown started. First I'll bash late night, then I'll tell you my trajectory. But it started when Letterman finally left, the last great seat in late night TV. They gave it to a person that never existed. Hear me out. They gave it to Stephen Colbert, right? Mm-hmm. But Stephen Colbert was the guy from the Colbert Report, so they wanted to play on his fame, but he played a character, and then they said, yeah, but he'll be himself. So if he's himself, you gave the hottest chair, the most legendary chair in all of late night talk to a man that's never done it in his life, and that's when you knew they were just going to start pandering to whatever was harmless and worked, and it's all about the ratings, and they all fucking gone vanilla. Like, we're not, like, look. We are all energy. And when you when you think of something, and I know you're spiritual like this, I watched some of your pods. When you think of an idea, that's a genuine bit bit of creation. The, the firing between the synapses, that came through you. I'm not kidding. But when you are Jimmy Kimball's, uh, Stephen Colbert, or the worst is Seth Meyers, they sit there wondering, say what I'm saying? When you Howard think one- Stern's the worst. You know, I used to love Howard Stern. Howard Stern sucks so much dick now. Like, literally, he was my hero, Gina. He was my hero. Yeah. I, I would have licked his balls. I, I mean, I would, I mean, literally, I mean, I'm, a, I'm not a homosexual. I love the guy. I, he was my yeah. fucking hero. Now, the guy, I hate Howard Stern. I mean, it's weird, yeah. Gina. When, like, I'm right there with you. I finally canceled my series because I used to say, and I'm sure you'll agree. He should be able to go on the air and clip his nails for four hours, and we should all say thank you. That's how much he did for radio. But when he starts doing the Wattpad shit, which I loved, and then every five minutes fucking tweeting from the Hamptons and telling us to fucking listen to Hillary Clinton and sucking and you can't lick his balls because he's too busy licking Hillary's balls and Cuomo's balls. Go on. But Gino, you know when it jumped the shark, the show jumped the shark when Eric the Actor died. See, I was, I love the show when Eric the Actor died. And then right after that, Artie went off the rails. That was the end. That was the peak of the Howard Stern show. Those years were so good when Artie was on heroin. I hate to say it like that. And, no, and, I, know. And, I know. And then Eric the Actor, and, because that shows the kind of person Howard is. You know, he exploited Artie's heroin thing. I mean, he rode that like a cheap oh, yeah. horse. Um, yeah. Because he knew that it worked for the Howard TV, you know, made him so much money. But but that that was the peak. And now you're right. Now he's interviewing Hillary Clinton. Now he's like defending Tony Podesta. And I actually called into his show and asked him about Pizzagate. And I don't know if you're that familiar with Pizzagate. He defended. He's like, oh, that's all fake. It's all. It's all. Well, of course uh, he's going to yeah. say it's all fake. But look, and, and look, I, I don't trust either side of the media anymore. Like, you know, I love Tucker. I watch him. But. After all, it's like I just I, I'm into the Newsmax now. But after all, it's like I can't even it's all common sense. I'll get to that in a sec. But let me finish what I'm saying about late night. So now they all sit there saying what they think they're supposed to say. And it's boring. It's vanilla. There's shills to the left. And this is why I love my job. I always have. I get to say what I want. 
I'd love if we got kicked back. I would defend it, but we don't need to because we're behind a paywall. Compound Media, it's nine bucks a month. It's it, with a discount now. It's seven bucks a month. And I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. It's it's. I realize this. I I just I'm gonna cancel Netflix next because when I go on Netflix, you know, I think we all do. You spend 20 minutes flipping unless there's a show that you're like, I want to watch. You, you flip around on Netflix and never know what you're going to watch. You Same know? with Amazon Prime. It's a waste of time. We spend more time just clicking that fucking remote. But when you subscribe to Compound Media, here's where you get four days a week. You get the morning show, which is great. You get uh, the next hour is always a uh, mixed up. It's either Don Jameson or Tlaib Starks or fucking uh, Pat Dixon. Every day, and I think it's the best four hours in programming. Every day you see In Hot Water, 2 to 3.45, Boss from 4 to 6. Uh, Gavin McGinnis drops by every Wednesday. Nick DiPaolo drops by on Mondays. We rotate in and fuck with the boss. And you know exactly what you're getting, exactly what you want to watch. A month's worth of programming, 20 shows a week for fucking $9 at most a month. It's it's incredible. And, and it's we- actually uncensored, folks. So the people that, I mean, they like on there, they can show, they show all kinds of really fucked up stuff in a good way. Oh. I mean, that with all due respect. I'm just oh, saying you it's know, not like a place porn? To, I mean, Let me <laughs> tell you, I never realized how, if you take out the sound, gay porn is really funny. It's really funny. Or as Artie said, he called the UFC. Artie Langwin said, he's like, I don't like the UFC. To me, it looks like two gay guys are having sex. And two minutes in, the guy on the bottom realizes he's not gay anymore. I always it's- thought that was a really good one. But so so I love that I can sit by my desk and whatever I want to say, whatever comes into my head immediately goes out of my mouth. And that's genuine creation. And here's my point about how my trajectory and thank you for the compliment. I moved to New York, like I said, 20 years ago and 2001. I'm like, I'm going to, you know, you think inside the box and you say, all right, I'm going to get to New York. I'm going to get a good 10 minutes, a good 15, whatever. I'm going to get seen by an agent. I'm going to go to a festival. I'm going to get a late show appearance. I'm going to get a sitcom. That, that's the plan, right? But I was never good at playing the game. My act is I started in Philly in bars, so I always fucking do crowd work. And I was never good at just doing a nice, clean, tight set. And I always say there was no time where I walked. I'd love to say there was a day when I walked back to my apartment and said, that's it. I'm going to do it my way and make them come to me. I didn't. But I know I said at some point, that's it. I'm just going to do what I want to do and see what happens. And then fucking the world, the the comedy world, all entertainment, it just fragments. It shatters. And suddenly there's 800 platforms from YouTube to TikTok. There's always to get monetized. You know what I mean? From PayPal to Venmo to to, to crypto. There's all the and suddenly it's and suddenly we're we're doing a podcast where we get hired by the boss. And suddenly we're doing everything we've always wanted to do, saying exactly what I want to say. And I I can't stress this enough. Like I say shit that gets me in trouble, but I don't care because here's the thing. If you're on a long journey, let's say you want to be a comedian the rest of your life. For me, that's another fucking 30, 40 years. Then then whatever your course is, and this gets more, if if you veer one degree off, I'm just not going to say this, or I'm just going to take out this word, or I'm just going to lose this bit. Then suddenly you're going to wind up all the way the fuck over here. 20 years down the line when you let, let's say that you stay dead fucking straight you know where you wind up on the fucking conspiracy castle with alex stein smoking a cigar that your crazy girlfriend sent you because you were mad at her and now you're gonna uh you're gonna get a makeup set so it's no, all that's but speaking of i don't even know if hannah's here right now so i got so i'm dating this girl and she's living in tampa now she's here she's visiting here and you know how it goes when you have a girl and it's just you know one minute Things are great. The next minute you're fighting. Why is love so difficult, Gina? Why is that? Because I'm saying, I, 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 my, my mom, 
My dad got got divorced from my mom, then got remarried and got divorced from somebody else. Same with my mom. She divorced my dad and then married somebody else, got divorced. I don't know what your parents are like. I don't, I'm scared to death to get married, you know? I'm going to be a, a, I hope I'm not a bachelor. I think I might be a bachelor my whole life, like the Anthony Cumio style. Let, let, you and me, you and me and Cumio then, but yeah. let me. Uh, I mean, this is what you're looking at. 52 living alone with a cat, but I... I got four. I got four, but these women are so hard. These women aren't easy, Gina. These women are That's tough. To they bust my balls. They break my heart. Oh, these hoes are not loyal. They're but hard. You look back, I look back at how I wound up here because I was in a couple long relationships, but like when the last one broke up, it's like I, I was, I guess I, I the way I the way I sugarcoat it for me, but I do believe it's like, I was never willing to sacrifice all my comedy, even though I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And now I wound up here and, and all the women that I broke up, they're all, I was their bottom. Uh, they were, uh, they were going, uh, I was fucking this failing drunk, comic. you know, he'd spend money on Coke instead of, and it's like, I get it. Now they're all married and happy. Good for them. But I'm pretty pleased with how it turned out. But the reason they drive us nuts, like my, my partner, Aaron Berg on in all water, he's married to another great, Christine me and she didn't take his last name and uh they fight all the time and of course you fight because you're like you know we're in entertainment when someone pisses off on Twitter eventually we learn ignore him you, you don't give a fuck about him but when you know you're linked in with someone you, you can't let that go and you gotta fucking battle it out you gotta you gotta get at least a little inch you gotta get some ground and, and Gino, it's all for about five minutes of humping. I'll do anything. I'm bending over backwards all just so I can do something for about five minutes. But, but okay, but I want to go back to this, to what you're saying. Talking about this day and age, you know, I, I, I guess back in the day in comedy, you'd be like the Dane Cook, MySpace. You'd have to follow like Twitter. But now with this long form podcasting, you know, uh, being able to create your own talk show, I think that is the future of creating an audience. And from that, you know, like, uh, you know, the comedians of the compound, you build off that show. So, I think the future of content creation, I think comedians have to be creating their own show. Do you agree with that or not, you know? I couldn't agree more. I'm going to yeah. give a shout out to a friend of mine, a buddy of mine that I used to drink with down in Delaware, quit bragging. Uh, like we're buddies forever. He had a, he had a daughter like five, six years ago. He's like, my daughter Olivia is getting into acting. Can you hook her up? And I'm like, I have one agent in Philly, sends me out on commercials. I'm not a good actor, but I hook them up. He's a good actor. She, he, they work. They work it out. She gets all this fucking commercial work for him. She made an independent movie. She wrote it herself. She, out of the blue, I get a text or an email a month ago. It's like, hey, you know, I, I want to thank you again for you know hooking me up with Peter Coach. She's like, I woke up one day. I wrote this movie to see if you think it's any good. Eleven page script. We went and filmed it this weekend in Delaware at a record store. Me, her, another actor who's from New York, and we're going to be drinking soon. And these three guys in the crew, they were fucking great. And, th and that's genuine creativity. And that's the beauty of what I said earlier. And, and let me tell you, this is all I ever say. My crazy girlfriend did some fucking, uh, she did some web series called, oh God. Oh my God. Tell her something. I can't remember. But she was great. And it just, when she said, what'd you think? I said, you looked like you had so much fun. And she got mad at me. She's not anymore. She's like, it's like, so you can't say it's good. I'm like, I, did, I just saw a sizzle reel. You looked like you had fun. And that's all. You can do it any creative process now. Know that you're genuinely creating and enjoy it. And it shows in the work. Otherwise, you know what it is? You know what it is, Alex? It's a fucking job. I don't need that fucking job. I don't need to fucking go and quote chapter and verse and say, say this and let me and let me tweet this. I, I've said it before and I cannot stress it enough. Uh, Neil, I, I used to say the Buddha, but it wasn't. There, there's an old book called Conversations with God by Neil Patrick Walsh. And the one line that always stood out to me 
is if we don't go within, we go without. And it's this simple. If you don't create from within, if you don't say, this is what I want to say, this is what I want to write, this is what I want to make, and put it out there exactly as it is, you know what you're doing? You're not creating from within. You're going without and saying, well, the media likes this, but I can't say this, and people like transgender stuff, so let me just morph it, and then I'll stuff it in my fucking mouth and see what comes out. And that's going without, and that's work, and we don't do that. To quote the Princess Bride, we are men of action. False words do not become us. I love it. And see, now, you know, there's nothing in between the means to our production. We can actually create on our own in a weekend, write a script. And now with technology, like I said, I can create this show. You're in freaking New York. I'm in Dallas, and we're doing a live talk show. Doesn't and, matter. And Dallas, saying, Texas is huge well, now. No, 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 I'm just saying it's awesome. Off. I'm just saying we're, we're the, 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 the future is so bright for content creators. And you see, I see, you know, Fox News. Dude, I, I used to like Trump a little bit, but, dude, he became a vaccine salesman. now. I, and I like I said, Tucker's a very talented broadcaster. Probably the most talented talk show host there is right now. Tucker got higher ratings than fucking doddering it. It's town hall. So did fucking Hannity that night. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not hating on him, but I'm just saying Fox right. News sucks. The right sucks. The left sucks. And I don't even want to be a libertarian necessarily because you know I think some shit should be socialized. I mean, should insulin cost two hundred dollars in 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 New York and two dollars in Mexico? No, maybe the government can control some shit in our but, favor. But that, but but maybe because that the stuff in Mexico is made by Mexicans. Well, exactly. Nothing. Yeah, it's fucked up. Huh? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Six cat. My cat. My cat is so. I, I love my cat. She's like so used to me. I could be screaming like this and she's out. She's out like a light. She's like, yeah, just just dad screaming. Dad just doing his stuff. But yeah. And and, and this is why this is when I realized I hated Fauci. I like I, I didn't like Jen Saki. Let me rephrase. It's more it's basically what we say about late night TV. She has to go up there every day and just try and convince you of the bullshit. And I'm not saying, you know, McAnini didn't do it. I loved her because she yeah. was eating. I love her. Hey, dude, real quick, I gotta cut you off. Hey, do you know, I would fuck Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Just because the way she would talk. She was so, I mean, is she the way she commanded that room, if she could command me like that, I'd, I'd probably, I'd, I'd take, I'd, I'd, I'd get hard and I'd, I'd hump her really freaking hard. I would just do it. <laughs> you are a man after my own heart, Alex. Okay, so go but ahead. McCainy, like McCainy. Sorry. Here's what made me like Saki. She did you see a couple days ago? She threw out the first pitch at a Nationals game. I like redheads. Yeah, I saw her. I thought she looked okay. She looked. Cool it was a good pitch. It yeah. literally for, and I'm gonna say for a girl. Don't get me wrong. Like, but it the, the catcher didn't even have to. The catcher took one step outside the box and caught it. Was it was outside? Dude, Jen Saki's like a spy. You know, you realize that she's like a trained spy. I have no idea what you're talking about. I, Please, I mean, I'm on. just telling you, whatever she is, I mean, you don't get to be, especially for the side that she's in. I mean, when you are the mouthpiece for the president of the United States, she can probably do karate, taekwondo. She probably, I know she speaks multiple languages. And you realize how, you know, think about it, like how hard it'd be for you and me to sit up there and there's that always bitch and moaning us. You would lose it and say the N-word in the first day. I mean, you know, we'd, we'd say, you get out of here. I would lose it. We would lose it. She sits there calm like a bomb, like a serial killer and is able yeah. to handle that. And that's yeah. not easy. And, and I respect that. But here's what I'm saying. Like that first pitch, look, let's face it. You're a figurehead. You're a mouthpiece. That is, that is a job that you have to do to like, like you win people over and you're in the public eye. And I thought that was great for her. When Fauci went out and threw the first pitch, oh. this shit. And it was, yeah. Tell me, tell me your thoughts on this first pitch. 
first pitch. I mean, see, Gino, that's what part of it's a humiliation ritual. See, Fauci at the end of this is going to end up being a big fall guy. They'll all, you know, I'm saying, watch, you'll see I, when the when stuff good does come out, somebody's going to have to, you know, put the blame and it's not going to be anybody but Fauci. They're going to say, oh, he funded this lab or he did this. And it's not going to happen now. It'll be like 9-11. It's going to happen 20, 30, 10 I want to believe you, but I, I want to believe you. I, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't hurt me anymore because no one gets arrested. No one gets yeah. arrested. Trump's never going to get arrested. I don't think he should. I don't think but, he should either, but I mean, right, yeah. Right. But they, and, and the guys that fucking made up, the, they lied on the fucking Russia hoax. They're not going to get arrested. And fucking Biden's son who doesn't speak Ukrainian and fucking knows nothing about electric, got $80,000 a month, and he's not going to get arrested. Gina, real quick, real quick. You and I both. He's lied about it. They're not going to get arrested. Don't get arrested. Let's be real. No one. Let me cut you off and let's be real. You and I have definitely partaked. I went to LSU. I've snorted a little cocaine. I've drank. You know, I like to party. So when you look at a guy, and I mean, you know, you like to dabble yourself. You look at a guy like Hunter Biden. We should love Hunter Biden, Gino. I should be like, yeah, Hunter Biden's cool. He's the right? dude. But I hate his guts because they You're suck right. so bad. Like, what? What the fuck? Upside down world. I never thought of that. You're right. We should be rooting his art. He should be cool. He should be like Dunson Chat. I don't know that movie. I don't know the first kid, but like, if you think about it, he is this cool guy, but he just sucks because he's this bag man for his dad. And, and, yeah. and like, it's really sad because I bet if you sat down with Hunter Biden at a bar, Gina, you and him would have a weekend to remember. I guarantee well, you. I fucking, we need to sit down at a bar because I love that you said that. You know who I say that about all the time and, and he annoys me to no end? Colin Kaepernick. He, he drives me insane. But you know what it is? It's the people that keep fucking propping him up. If I sat in a bar with Colin Kaepernick and he's like, dude, I can't play football, but I'm fucking famous and I'm fucking everything that moves, I'd be like, I'm getting you a beer and I'm going to go find some Coke. You wait right here. I think I saw Hunter Biden on his laptop. But I agree. There's so many people that I want to. And that's watch. Watch this segue like we know what we're doing, fucking Alex. And that's how the fucking lockdown polarized us because I can tell you there are so many people that I was fighting with and it's my fault I'm an eighth grade girl on Facebook that if I was sitting with them having a fucking beer we would not be fighting we'd be saying you're an idiot you're dope we'd be having drinks and it would be fine you know what I mean but that's what goes on my, well, my is dear- it because you can hide is it because you can do it anonymously do you know why is it why do we get more vicious online in your opinion because because there's because it's just the words and we can't fucking see the guy's face and we we just env- we just envision the worst. Like my buddy uh, Ralph Sutton, like he, I do a podcast with him called the SDR Podcast. Sometimes I sit in, and he's great, and he and he's all pro-vax, and he busts my balls, and I bust his. You know what he got today? You know what he got today? Bell's palsy. <laughs> he got COVID. Of he course, got- of course he did. Everybody's getting it. Everybody, they're not so even recording I, it. I had every one of my listeners. I said, go to IamRalphSutton.com and wish him well. Be like, hey, buddy. Heard you got the COVID. Hope you're okay. That 13, 13 out of 21 NFL players that got vaccinated on the first day of camp that randomly got tested, 13 out of the 20 all vaccinated tested positive for COVID. So people don't realize when you get it, you're going to test positive for it. But people are Dude, testing. they have a meme going around on the show and it, and, it, and it says Gino was right about everything. And let me tell you, because I said from the get-go, and it wasn't this is what I realized, even this, I can articulate it now, but I didn't realize it while I was realizing it, I know that makes no sense, that it becomes common sense. And follow the science, 
like it's impossible to follow. Like, like we've all gotten all worked up on something and said, I'm going to go find these numbers on the CDC webpage or the World Health and you can't find it. So the dumb, obedient people that would rather be controlled than be free to quote Michael Malice or our good friend Tino Sanchez quoted when he was on a couple episodes ago. Big fan of both you guys. Uh, like people would rather be controlled than be free. They think they, they, they want to like, here's another thing that you don't realize about the world. My mother, my mother, she's the one on the far left in the black dress. Growing up when I was a kid, hold on, there you go, there, there you go, there you go, that's her. When uh, I was a kid, my mother was a teacher and she would always say to my brother, she's like, you know what they do, schools do with money? Uh, they don't give it to the smart kids, they give it to the dumb kids. So this is what the world is right now. It's it's 80% dumb people that are used to being graded on a curve and used to getting rewards they don't fucking deserve and getting stars on their forehead and being congratulated for staying inside and wearing a mask. Their mask is the little star on their fucking forehead as a child, and they think they're some kind of hero, but you're not. You're G-A-Y faggots. That you're you're gay. The mask is gay, but people don't and, want to and, admit and it. And here's the thing that I realized going forward, that that I'm when this first started, I was 51 years old, okay? Now I'm 52, but I was 51. I'm actually 33, but I smoke crack. Uh, I'm Cool, like you look great, Gino. You look handsome. You look great. Oh, dude, look I lost weight for the long time. Yeah, you think, when it first started, I'll never forget. They said, this is the thing I remember. They said, 95% of America is going to get COVID, but we don't want everyone to get it at once. So we're going to shut down the world for two weeks. Okay. So I, since in my 51 previous years, had never not trusted the government and never heard anything that I shouldn't believe, right? Uh -huh. My brother... Like Pete, I'm, and not seriously. Pete, Wait, is I, that true? So you were totally blue pilled. You're totally, like you were. Well, this you is when I, like, I've never had a reason not to. I've never had a yeah. politics. And I said to my brother, I'm like, Jesus Christ, Pete, I've been up here on the subway with no mask. I'm like, I, I'm probably going to get it. And you think you're going to die because you believe the numbers. I'll get to that in a minute. You believe the statistics, which you can make them fucking lie. I do football picks. I'm 90% if you just pick my team totals in the NFL Super Bowls. You believe it. I'm calling my brother every other day saying, I feel fine. I feel fine. And then about four months in, you start to get angry. You realize that they've taken shit from you. And I predicted this. You can watch the episode. I said, here's what's going to happen next. And I wasn't the only one. But I said, now that they got rid of all, I called it, and they make fun of me, but I love saying it, Alex. I called it the American Idol Corollary. Remember when American Idol first came out? Yes. And the first two, three seasons even, even, like, okay, they must have seen everyone in America. Now everyone that comes out, if we've never seen them before, they they stink. You know what I mean? Well, that's what we did. We got rid of all the dead people in the first wave of it. All the fucking old, all the infirm. Average age is 81 years old. Average age of morbidity. The average, the average age of death is 78. Yeah, for all cause. Oh, yeah, so yeah, so whenever someone say my grandmother died, I say congrats on her three extra years. But I said, watch this. And they did. Suddenly, no one cares about death rates. They, they use surge, spike. Delta variant, fucking double mutant variant. They want to make you scared of an infection of something that has a fucking 0.002% mortality rate. And that's, people don't even ask now. When, when fucking Fauci goes on the air and says, of the uh, June deaths, 98% were unvaccinated. Yeah, why didn't you mention that 97% of them were fucking elderly cancer patients that can't get the shot because whatever is in there will kill them. Well, 
that. But this is what it's called. It's called trauma-based mind control. And Gino, what, what is it? It's Go called, on. Listen, what is happening? What is going on with the media? What they use it, and they've been using it forever. It's the reason why I used to hate Muslims after 9/11. They used it. That was the original trauma-based mind control. Is what they did is they said, "Oh, these Muslims brought down the twin towers, and now they're gonna build a Muslim a mosque right Mos next to it." Oh, we better go over there. We better kill the Muslims, and then they tell us all these pictures of Al Qaeda, and you find out that the CIA paid money to these murder, these beheading videos are made in a studio, and you're like, why do we always want to pump up the military-industrial complex? So what is happening now is what they call trauma based mind control. If you can put people in what is called a state of fear that you are in fight or flight, you can only react. You can't think, Gino. You can only you can only think six inches in front of your face. So when you tell a 600-pound person, oh, it's healthy, go get your vaccine, and they've never done anything healthy in their life, they think they're doing the good, the good thing because they're under so much trauma-based mind control. And that's when they say, hey, they lift the mask mandates. They're not, nobody's going to take out, the people that are under the trauma-based, uh, under the trauma based mind control are never going to take off the mask because their brain is twisted like a knot and they've been doing this through propaganda since world war ii you know so that's why i'm just surprised i just now kind of noticed it around this is when i noticed it you remember in 2015 every late night host said oh trump has no chance stephen colbert trump has no chance <laughs> he says he's the joke candidate john oliver every week the morning of the election, the New York Times said 99.6% chance Hillary's going to win. And then that shows you, then Trump wins. That shows you how fake the news is. And so what yeah. they do is it's called trauma-based mind control. And, you know, it's only going only gonna to get worse because in the, I don't know if you've ever uh, read these books, but you got to go back and watch the cliff notes of a book called 1984 and Brave New World. And basically what it is, it's... it's All this Huxley fucking it, in Orville. I read, I need to read 1984 again. I I'm not going to lie to you, I never read the Brave New World. Well, watch the clip. There's a thing called Spark Notes on YouTube and it'll give you the it's, book. I and don't do that. <laughs> I know, but, but at least, I? I'm just saying you might as well so you can talk about it. I mean, I've read the book, but, you know, give you a re re Ooh, refresher. Oh, I'm smart. I can read. Look I can read. I'm so me. smart. Look at I me. Oh, I have paper. Here's my girlfriend. <laughs> No, but what I'm saying, in, in all honesty, this is what this is. This is the this is the trajectory. They want to take away as much freedom under the guise of safety to keep you safe. But they'll, but they'll give it back, won't they? No, 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 no. They're not because it's going to be the so after, after 9/11. Well, after 9/11, they did the Patriot Act, which gave you right. warrant, warrantless search and seizure of your cell phone. Oh, you might be one of them towel heads. We're going to look yeah. at your thing. Well, guess what? Now because of January 6th, the Patriot Act 2.0 is going to be where everybody, every citizen, is going to agree to download an app, and what that app is going to give them is warrantless search and seizure of our text messages. Because people are, bec and, they, and they're already saying that they're doing this. They're already saying that the White House is looking into private text messages. And and but what's going to happen is, is we're going to let them. We we have to actually let them do that. And that's the next level. You know, there's no stopping it. There's going to be zero privacy in ten years, and it's very scary. And and they're going to say it's it's for your safety because they're going to say they're going to be able to stop crime before it happened. And let's say they're going to be able to go back. You get in a car accident. You're in one of these self-driving cars. They'll be able to go back to that exact time of the accident and see what's going on here. So it'll be the safety guys. But self-driving cars are the ones that don't see black people, right? Well, How funny. I'm just saying they're going to turn this into a prison cell, and it already is, you know. And that's what's well. I said that about comedy, and that was nothing like who is they. They, you, it's people that are afraid. You said it, the fear, the trauma-based mind control. 
they're afraid are easy to control. And that's why you couldn't convince me otherwise. And it's been great since, but that's why it was, they prioritized comedy so low on bringing it back because God forbid people are laughing. But I'll tell you something, COVID, if you fucking aren't these idiots, for me, COVID was the best thing ever. One, I stopped taking comedy for granted. Not that I took it for granted, but I, but I think the, the, the comedians and the fans, it really helped my act when I'm on stage now and I get a good laugh. I'm like, remember how good that feels. Don't let fucking people scare you out of doing it for any reason. I talk about, like I said, it. I live in East Harlem, 104th. There's no fucking race war. You sit in a comedy club, every race, religion, ill, gay people that don't sit there and say I have nine fucking initials. You call them faggot. They laugh. It's not a race war. They want you to believe there is. And it's not. And everything can and should be laughed at. And the people that are trying to stop comedy are the people that have never said anything fucking funny in their life. And another thing, as long as we're on it, Shout out to fucking uh, Jackie Mason. But if you are on Facebook and someone famous dies and you can't wait to put a picture up with them, you're not good at whatever your job is. Especially if you're in the same does industry that, as Does that well. piss you off the most? I, you I, don't like that. Wow, Gina, I can see you get so pissed. Who's the last okay, Because I don't need someone telling me a story about Jackie Mason 20 years ago when they met. Now we thought, be funny now. Don't fucking run that guy's coattails. Oh, here we are having lunch. Good for fucking you. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, hey, I have to bring this up at one point in in the in the. You had dinner with Jackie Mason. I get it. You're no, no, not not with Jackie Mason, but we're talking about somebody dying, and I had to talk about you. One of your arch nemesis, Mike David from Red Bar, has not. Did he die? That's what I'm saying. They're saying he's dead. I'm not. He's not really died. I don't know, but he's doing. I I don't. I don't follow. I like his show. I mean, I I, you know he does some funny stuff, and when he talks about you, I think it's good because he brings at least a heat to the y'all show. So and like he. Come on, he was part of Compound. He likes Compound Media. You know what I mean? Let, me, let me say this. Go ahead. Let, go me, ahead. let me open by saying, when I heard whatever was going on, I sent him a DM on Instagram. So get well, dear friend of me. That's what I did. And and when I watched, you'll you'll appreciate this. Oh, well, you saw the Kevin Brennan porcelain documentary, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's great. You're one of the best. What? What? It was so good. Yeah, but Carson's the best. Yeah. The, after that, I got into him. So they did a third documentary on Joe Matarese. Did you see that? I've seen every Joe Matarese. I've seen every. And I bet you'll agree. Yeah. You know who was the star of the Joe Do- Joe Matarese documentary? Red Bar. Because Red Bar made fun of him so much, he was ninety percent of the clips, and you felt a genuine empathy coming from Red Bar. When he'd be like, you know, he'd show, like, Matt Reese with his ninth podcast. That demon. pizza, and then when he tried to make that pizza on the grill, and he's, and he's got the nice microphone, doing? and his wife is so rich. His wife is that great, rich doctor. And Red <laughs> is looking at him, and this is what I really said. You know what? You're wrong, Gene. Red Bar's looking at him like Lee Trevino and Happy Gilmore. What are you doing? What are and you do- doing? And, and, and to be honest, Gino, anything that he's ever teased you about has made me like you more. I swear to God, on a stack of Bibles. I realize Bibles. that, too. Because, like, it, well, because he, does, he doesn't tease you for anything real. He's like, oh, I'm Gino, Gino got drunk and did something stupid. So why? Who gives a shit? Dude, I mean, that flat broke Gino's song. <laughs> that's a funny song. And who isn't broke? Fuck. Like, and he acts like he's so fucking rich. Like, I mean, give me I a will, break. I will uh, get mad at myself because I'll find myself singing it at the Watching the clip, like, no, I'm not fucking singing. And then they, yeah. and then they got me, they, they sample me. It's clever. It's so, it yeah. is funny. And he loves Anthony Kumi. I like everybody loves Anthony Kumi. So he's, I want to hear what you have to say, but he sees you on compounds and media. So he's not necessarily jealous, but he's, you know, he's your contemporary. Well, he yeah. fucked up. He yeah. fucked up compound media because he went on and he, look, oh, this is why, this is, this is what I will say about him that, that 
fucking makes me think yes like his whole job is to watch shows or have other people watch shows and and badmouth them or just create drama and i get why he does it he's like if he control your show if he control you you know then maybe you'll go back at him and all and all your fans will get involved in his show so that's what he does but think about it like while i'm doing shows where i'm just laughing and having fun he's he spends eight hours an episode being talked in a, in a look, let's face it. He groomed that chick, and and I don't. Uh, from everything I hear, he's over her, and she. But jogged. she's hot. I think she's hot from her Instagram. Oh, but I don't know. I heard she put on some lbs. I'd oh, I don't know. I don't know. Man. I don't know what she looked. I mean, dude, I don't know the inner working of their relationship, and I don't even really care. I'm just saying. Hey, all he does is troll people, and his health is not good. And I hate to say this. What's wrong with his health? What do you think's I, wrong? With? I don't know, but but that, but they said that he hasn't uh, done a show in a couple months because you know it comes up in my. You know, I follow like Scion. But his fans, his fans hate him more than me sometimes. They're like, ah, he's fucking on an island right now. But Gino, that's a big thing. It's hate watching. There's all these people on the internet. I watch him. It's called mukbangers. People almost want to be fans of people they don't like. It's weird because there's people I watch that I'm like, this person pisses me off, but I still watch it because we are so sick. This is in Brave. Kevin Brennan. Kevin Brennan is so angry and I love it. He's I'm, the most miserable prick. He's a real life uh, Al Bundy. You would never think that yes. Al Bundy would come to life. And we, that's him. We do these things called, uh, well, we call them secret shows. They're not anymore. Like, But when the lockdown started, we would do it. And he did one, and it's at our buddy's house. He's got a stage. It's great. And he's doing the whole act. with a, He's miserable, but he's got a grin while he's saying miserable things because, you know, that's Kevin in a nutshell. Guy, I, yeah. I saw those pictures. He's just such a miserable guy. I just love I, I, Dude, but that show, he's such a little bitch. He's ending his show. He, and y'all were talking about, you said, what, Alana? I don't even know what comedian you said was funny. Who gives a shit? He can't stand that, no, I guess, uh, uh, somebody. Oh, Adrian, yeah, Adrian Appalucci, let me tell you something. F- top five funniest female comics I've ever seen. I believe I'm, you. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know why he's got to trip out. It's like, I don't know. It's like he because gets Because it's about what he, look, let me explain Kevin. I used to say this all the time and indulge me because I love telling the story. You know, he's, of course you do. You know, he's, he's like the oldest or second oldest of like eight or nine kids. Okay. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. His brother's Neon. I know all about it. Yeah. Yeah. He's and, one and, of the and, last uh, remnants of those go yeah. on Utah. No, no. Well, I just want to say I, I worked on a commercial with Neil. Neil got COVID and got the whole thing shut down. I was a Tony Romo stand and could have made a bunch of money and didn't. So I'm kind of mad. Oh. At, yeah, I'm mad at Neil Brennan. Uh, but go ahead. Sorry. Uh, but okay. but here's the thing. It's the last bastion of that Irish Catholic family you saw growing up. I don't think anyone really does anymore. But, you know, he grew up like watching as they, I guess the family, you know, made a little more money. He grew up watching everyone younger than him get more than he had growing up. So he's got that issue to begin with. Then Neil becomes famous. But it's like this is this is Kevin. It, like I used to say, uh, I'll be Kevin, and you say, "Here are five bags of gold." So someone goes, "Here are five bags of gold," and I go like this, and I drop the bags and go like, "Why does that guy get half a bag of gold? Why did he get half a bag?" You know, he doesn't care that you gave him all the. Why did he get that? And that's I I understand why he's like that because he grew up watching everyone get more than he had in his family, and then his fucking kid brother, who's not as funny as Kevin Brennan. I'm no. sorry. No, oh, Kevin God. is actually really funny. I don't. I, I, it's fucking yeah. hysterical. Mm-hmm. Like I understand why he's so he gets so bad, and I drive him insane. But I don't care what anyone says. Kevin likes me. He's great. Like you know, calls me all the time. I did his show even when I fucking you know broke him, as you said. It's like <laughs> I want better for him. Like no, you're not allowed to say he brings it. You're stupid. You're dumb. 
Dude, his podcast just came out today. Did you see? Chad quit. Yeah, I know, I know, and I like Chad. I don't understand. I mean, oh, I can, me and Chad go way yeah, back. Me I think Chad, Chad's a good guy. I don't like why, why him and Chrissy though. I see. I like Chrissy too. Why are him and Chrissy hate each other so much? They all hate. Well, Chrissy. because Chad, that that's like a a Twitter or, or podcast thing. I lived with Chad one summer over on One Fifth. We were, from what I recall, it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine. You can imagine how much we put back. And so, you know, okay, so tell me this. You're, you're, they, the news says New York's crumbling. We don't like Bill de Blasio. He's a douche. But tell us, so So I know you're in Harlem. I just kind of want to hear, tell me a little bit about New York because I know Anthony goes in every day and rides a train. I mean, like, it must not be that bad. Uh, so give us a real scuttlebutt about New York. Here's what I, it's, it's bad. Yeah. But it's, it's not, it's not bad. Like, it's not safe. Like, it's like any other place. If you know what you're doing where you're walking, it's fine. Like, it was way worse in the 70s. But it's bad, it's terrible that they let it get this way. That cops are like, cops are coming back now, thank God. I don't walk by a single cop without doing this. I'm like, thank you, stay safe. But cops are, are patrolling the subway again. But it doesn't matter. There's no point arresting these fucking junkies that sit there like this, fucking shaking, you know, and, and just taking shits on the sidewalk. And de Blasio let, let it get like this because you cannot convince me they want everyone to move out and then fucking, you know, repopulate with... They're turning it into a socialist republic and it's not going to work because because let me tell you, I said this a couple months ago. It's like I, I, I grew up on a farm in South Jersey. I went to college in Delaware. I stayed in Delaware for 10 years. I moved here in 2001. But of all the places I lived and all the people I, I still check in with in Delaware and Jersey and Philly, when COVID hit, like I didn't go like I checked on them. But but that was when I realized I'm a New Yorker because it's like I ain't leaving. You're, you can do all fucking horseshit but i put in too much work and 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 we have another shirt i it's on my instagram i just gave it away this is our anti-woke shirt which yes. i yes you know and, and but, covid is just uh uh the flu with better pr COVID that's the is most the famous flu with a better publicist a better publicist you know what that's that's your that's your best shirt i think that's the number oh, one shirt wait, buy me some time i got some stickers no we here. got time we got time we got about uh, 10 minutes left to the interview hey let me put a link out if anybody wants to call in for the last 10 minutes if you want to anybody wants to ask any questions hey dm me your address buddy look i will hold on hold on let me let me just let me put this whoa put good some stickers i want to put this hey guys i'm gonna some people get afraid to call in if anybody wants to call in some people are scared wants to call in like i was saying uh like it's what it comes down to is and this is what i realized and i want to get this out because it's common sense It, it came to the point where like i subscribed by accident, but I love it. Every Wednesday, I would get the print version of this Chinese paper called the Epoch Times, which it's very uh, conservative, but it had a health and wellness section that I kept reading. And everything I read, it was just an article where you didn't have to say, let me check this out. Like, that makes sense. Like, they would tell you, all right, vitamin D doesn't cure it. Vitamin D does cure it. They're like, then why are all these people dying? Vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin. So if you're fat, it takes 10 times as much water to break it down to get to the vitamin D so fat people don't get their vitamin D. If you're black and you were born and raised on the equator, your skin every morning when you woke up said, I don't need sunlight, I have plenty. When you move to New York, you don't absorb sunlight. And I'm like, yeah, that's why That's why vitamin D does cure it regardless of the numbers. Here's my best Yeah, well, it's like 100% of people didn't have vitamin D and it was 95% of them were like three over 300 yeah, pounds. Yeah, it cures it. Here's my best one. Ready for this? This is when I really started to question it. All the way back when Trump touted hydroxychloroquine, right? Mm-hmm. And they said, they said, no, no, that's terrible. It'll kill you. 
Let me tell you something. I used to date a girl. They'll never find her body, Alex. But I used to date <laughs> a girl. And she had lupus. Do you know what lupus is, Alex? Yeah, it's cancer. It's yeah, autoimmune it's yeah. disease. Sound familiar? That attacks your body its whole life. She had it her whole life. You know what they prescribe for this autoimmune disease, Alex? Hydroxychloroquine. And you know how long you have to take it, Alex? I don't know. How. For the rest of your life. It is 17 years later. She has a 16-year-old son. She's traveling the world. She's fine. But the media wanted you to believe if you're completely healthy like you and me and you get a flu and you take it, you'll die. That's a lie. No, it's that's a- the truth. The media is the truth. CNN's the truth. Anything Nancy Pelosi says is the truth. Anything Jin Psaki says is the truth. Everything the CDC says is the truth. We're probably going to have to take this off of YouTube anyway. But no, everybody knows this, Gino, except for the ones that don't want to open their eyes to see it. I mean, like, Gino, people are, people like this. People like being scared. People like making other people take the vaccination. People like, because people are in such a low, like, this is how we are, vibrational energetic being so when you are in a low vibrational state misery loves company you want to bring people down with you so that's why people like you that you know vibrate high you know naturally people are attracted to you but they want to bring us all down to a low vibrational spirit and that's why we're talking about this okay i love that you talk like this and it's what got me into your podcast new fan big fan like let me tell you the two books that really uh that i stumbled into in the past couple years you ever heard of a book called e squared by pam grout no, sounds good. I feel like I've heard of it. I've seen that. And I feel like She's I amazing. Boy, talk about tragedy. She's so upbeat. She lost her daughter to a brain aneurysm. Like she was like in in, in in college. Terrible. But she wrote a book called E Squared followed by EQ. A bunch of books. But E Squared, if you get a chance, look it up, people. It's nine energy experiments you can do. And I'm telling you, you will read the first 20 pages. You'll read the first five pages of this book. And you'll be like, oh, my God. Thank God Gina recommended this. Or you'll be like, this isn't for me. But that book and uh, fuck the secret, the power of the subconscious mind by by Murphy, Joseph Murphy. Uh, I listen to it on YouTube on audio, but I listen to it over and over again. It's 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 what you said. We're all energy. And I say to my act, the same thing that makes up me, you, this table, your HIV meds, Alex. We're all <laughs> yeah, energy. My ATC. And like attracts like. And, and I tell people in the set like that's I'm like, make sure you remember how good it felt to laugh. And make sure you keep doing it because you will attract other fucking happy people. What you just said a minute ago, Alex, it made me think of that. You know, and when you're cranky, when you're miserable, it's that you attract you, you attract that company. Yeah, and, and but see, you know what you're doing that's smart. Mind. It's great. What I saw you today is you were exercising too. That's like one of the number one things is you don't need to have you don't have to go squat a million pounds, guys. But what happens is when you do light exercise, it uses your heart as a pump. So a lot of that like dormant, kind of bad energy, kind of bad. It's just good to get that blood flow through your body. So that's yeah. another thing. And, and so so Gino, if you're out walking, you're in New York, your life's probably ten times better than the guy that's driving a suburban in Plano, Texas, going to the Whataburger four times a day. You know, oh, and, I love Whataburger. I, I mean, hey, you know, who doesn't like a good cheeseburger? I'm not hating on a cheeseburger. I'm just saying um, you it, it, to have a, a, an emotional, I believe anxiety and depression can be healed with light exercise. I believe that can, you can almost without, heal dude, it. Dude, without a doubt. I say this about in my act. I'm like, it's not a cute phrase anymore. Laughter is the best medicine. It relieves stress. It releases endorphins. It physically heals you. And this is why I say, and you see these fucking woke people, Anyone that doesn't want to make you laugh now, anyone that wants to stop you from laughing, they're affecting your health adversely, and that should be a hate crime. That's what that, and not the kind we jerk off to on the. <laughs> hit- 
No, I, I like mean, those. I, I like that. Blacked.com, if you guys want to know what we're talking about. Okay, so tell us. So, Gino. How bored are you? We don't hang out, Alex. I'm coming to New York. I'll be there sooner than later. You're my new best friend. Okay, so tell Get me. Get your ass up here. We'll have some drinks. I'd for sure. That. Okay, so tell me this, Gino. Where, where's the next uh, comedians at the comment? You guys just did a show this weekend, right? Or do you guys have any big shows coming no, up? No, we, we did one two weeks ago to show. Shout out to Aaron Berg, my co-host. Yeah. He's a big comedian. And this is how lucky I am. Like, like our show works because we're so different, but we're like brothers, you know? Mm -hmm. And when we fucking disagree, we we go at it on there and the fans love it. But he's the fucking, I'm the glad hander, hang out with people, you know, drink. Uh, he's the guy that gets the shit done. And he started these things called uh, In Hot Water Lives and they became comedians of the compound. We tour all over. The next big one is next month, Cuyahoga Falls, Cleveland. Uh, the, uh, the, 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 I want to say 15th, 16th, 17th. And the following one, you ready for this? September 10th and 11th, Vegas, Vegas. Wow, I might have to go to that. I might want to see. I would like to see Anthony. Tino, yo, our boy Tino's coming out. Tino, yeah, Tino Lizard. I, I might need to go there because I'd love to see Anthony Kumi in Las Vegas. Dude, I don't, come out, please. I, 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 don't, I don't know Just if he's making it out. out. I know, Gina. I need to go out watch the forecast. Get some booze. We'll, we'll make some terrible okay, choices. That, that's what we're ending. That's what we're ending on. But cats, see, Gino, they want to make fun of it. But when I wake up next to my cat, I mean, I love all this. That's my favorite piece of pussy I've ever woken up to is that Dude, cat. Let, Why let, is let, that? Let, let me tell you something. And I talk about it in my act. This cat's six. She was the sixth one in the litter. Like, I think pets choose you. And this cat, like, I was subletting an apartment. I was taking care of a sick aunt. So I, I, I didn't, like, want to lock into a place. One time I came home, and there were all these kittens in the backyard meowing like crazy. Uh, and you grabbed and, one? <laughs> and, and I picked them all up, and there were five. There were, I get down there. This is what I say in the act. It's like, I get down there. There are five kittens, four black ones. They're not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> One white kitten nervously clutching his wallet. So I pick these kittens up and I put them in the box. But honestly, God, as I'm walking away, there's a sixth kitten. That's my cat six. And I pick her up and she clings to my neck. And the guy, there was whole, he's like, you're supposed to keep that kitten. Thank God I did. That's Thank a fact. Well, see, that's another energetic thing. Cats supposedly absorb negative energy. That's what they say. Like, you know, this, they, I believe this it. is this is how. This, honestly, God, you can't make this up. This is me and the cat yesterday morning. That's her. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's it. I mean, that is love. That's the purest love, cleanest yeah. love. Because, you know, most of the love you're doing is nasty. So there's that's the purest, cleanest love. And I'm not saying I'm a nasty person too, but there's nothing more pure than the holding of a cat. It's like... Oh, I uh, agree. I, I can I, agree. And by the way, here, I'm not wearing this one, but this is the shirt. It's on my... It's, this is our newest shirt, dude. Look. Hold on. Uncancelable. Uncancel. Why is that so hard to say? Why can't I say uncancelable? Uncancelable. That which cannot be canceled. That's my buddy Johnny. Book stand up New York. Fucking. I was wearing that shirt. He's like, I love that shirt. I took it off my. I'm like, I'll get another yeah, one. You Fuck gave it to him right now. Fuck that. You well, know that, what I mean? That's what's so badass. I okay. was walking by a chick the other day at, at like ten in the morning to my apartment. I was twenty bucks to my apartment. I was wearing this shirt. This shirt. And I'm not kidding. The chick looked like a young Megan Rapinoe. Honest to God. So I thought she was going to give me shit. And she goes, that's a great shirt. I should have given her. I could have walked home shirtless 20 blocks. I don't give a fuck. I, I'm so mad. I didn't give her this shirt off my back. I'm going to start doing that now. 
I like that. I like that bit. The Gino shirt bit. That's got to be the new bit where you give the shirt off your back because you are a magnanimous man, Gino. That's how daddy rolls. You really are. And, you know, I want to tell everybody, guys, the link to to all of Gino's links are in the description. You got his Twitter. We got his Instagram. We're live, everybody. Please go give him a follow. Go join Compounds of Media right now. It's $7.99, so it's it's like 20% cheaper. I'm telling you. Use the code COMPOUND20, you get 20% off. And I'm not kidding, guys. It's it's better than Netflix because you know exactly what you're watching. It's fucking great. It's fun. And, and if you don't want to, if, if you're like oh, nervous to buy it, go follow the social media, watch some clips, and you're going to see you get a little like it. You know what I mean? You get yeah. a little ticket. Well, you can, you can subscribe for one month for seven bucks. You can subscribe one month for seven bucks and then you decide. And I'll be honest, if you do, a lot of times it doesn't fucking, it's a bad server. And sometimes, yeah, just- sometimes it doesn't bail you. Hey, but, but see, this is, isn't this sad though, Gino? It's like these people, they listen to you for hours and don't want to give me seven bucks. And we're not here to e-bag. We're not here to e-bag at all. But in this creator's community, People that you like, you got to support. And that's why I try yeah. to support people too. Only because, guys, Gino's not sponsored by whatever the fuck. The, today, I got an email from, no joke, I ought to pull this up. This is the last thing Please. I'm going to show. No, this, this, this company, I mean, I, I just made me laugh. And, and I'm sure you get these same stupid things. I get a message for this company. I got to pull up the product. I want to pull up the product before I even talk about it. This is, this is going to be our last little thing. Okay, look at this. I get a freaking, let me share the screen, guys, real quick. This is, you're going to see, hopefully not all my messages. Guys, this is from a serious company talking about, it's called Smooth My Balls, okay? They're trying to reach out to me, Gino, to, to yeah. they want to spawn. I'm just saying, this is how weird the world is, guys. For me, they're trying to get me to sponsor a kit about shaving my balls, so, guys, I don't want to have to do this. I don't want to talk about shaving my balls. This is smoothmyballs.com. This is, they're reaching out to me. They said, hey, we want to, you know, we want to do a collab. Guys, please support me. Please don't make me come on here and talk about shaving my balls. I'm a, I don't have a whole moral compass, guys, but I, I want to talk about shaving anything else besides my balls. A blue chew, if you guys want to come, I'll help another guy get a boner. But guys, please don't make me shave my balls. If you guys want to support me, go to patreon.com slash conspiracycastle. You guys go to compoundmedia.com. Gino's links are in the description. Gino, what do you want to leave him with? Thank you for being a guest, and it's a pleasure uh, meeting, my man. Uh, buy my album. It turned four. I need to do a new one. It's called Uncle Gino's Amazing, but I'm so proud of that album. And guys, I mean it. Just keep fucking laughing. Like, it is... You said it. It's It, it draws in other happy people, and, and it makes you take yourself less seriously. I was taking myself too seriously in the middle of the lockdown watching all this shit. And keep watching The Conspiracy Castle. We're getting drunk when he gets up here. Yes, and guys, remember, Anthony Fauci's the smartest man alive. Jen Psaki's the hottest woman alive. Joe Biden's the most popular president of all time. And one day, uh, uh, Kamala Harris will be my wife. And the CDC is the smartest, most accurate place for your information. All right, we love you.